I'm Chara Santilli. I was born with ambition. My parents were entrepreneurs and I pushed myself to be high school valedictorian, class president, most artistic, and most likely to succeed. The summer I turned 19, we celebrated my dad's 50th birthday with a hot air balloon ride. A crash landing left him with a broken neck, me with a broken heart, and my mom coping through alcohol. My relentless ambition helped me become a successful entrepreneur, yet my own private paralysis and overachiever addiction ruled me. I finally ventured on a quest for my best life. I found the path of my inner peace, how to stay on it and how to show the way for others. Now it's your turn. Ready to take that load off your shoulders? Join me so you can cherish your life. Time is such an interesting facet of our lives. There's a quote by Harvey McKay I want to share with you. Time is free, but it's priceless. You can't own it, but you can use it. You can't keep it, but you can spend it. Once you've lost it, you can never get it back. It's really interesting if you look at how we talk about managing time and how to do that more effectively, when in reality, it's more (laughs) that we need to learn how to manage ourselves more effectively. We spend a lot of time figuring out ways to be more efficient, and then the norm out there I see is that we end up working more, not less. And if that's the case for you, then really at the core of living a more balanced life is learning how to manage yourself to break that pattern. There's a lot to that, of course, but for today, I'm going to share four of the most beneficial changes I've made personally to manage myself and thereby manage my time so much better than ever before. So the first thing is that I have come to understand and learn about the normal biological rhythm of my day. And all of us have these normal rhythm to these cycles throughout the day. And if we work with those cycles instead of just powering through hours and hours, of work and trying to be focused constantly with just your typical lunch break, that day just doesn't actually bring us the results we think it does as we're you know driving through. We think we're getting so much done. We can be so much more productive if we work with our natural cycles of the day. There's studies around this too. And when I finally implemented it in my life, total game changer, more relaxed, more calm, more focused, more productive, more balanced. Like, why wouldn't I want that? Why wouldn't you want that? So that is the biggest things I've done. The second thing is coming to really understand and embrace my zone of genius. So if you haven't heard of or read the books by Gay Hendricks, he wrote The Big Leap and more recently, The Genius Zone. And he talks about the four different zones. There's a zone of incompetence, zone of competence, zone of excellence, and zone of genius. And our lives are so much better if we can focus in our zone of genius. So I'll tell you a little bit about me with that. I have a wide skill set, and I'm good at a lot of things. Now, while that's awesome and something I'm grateful for, for the things that came naturally to me, and then proud of for the skills that I've worked to acquire and improve upon, it can also become a slippery slope where I can get into doing too many things at the expense of my time and energy and my health too. 
If I focus my work time on the things that I'm uniquely qualified to do and that I love to do, that's the sweet spot. That's where the magic happens. And I benefit in that zone because I'm super fulfilled and my business benefits because I'm putting my best into it, like the best of me that no one else could do. For me, examples of that are this podcast, creating my courses, writing, speaking, presenting, training. All of these have a common thread of me sharing my experiences, teaching, and coaching with some creativity applied. If I don't get support with the other aspects of my business and my life, then I will not have the energy or time to do the things I just mentioned. And those are the things that ultimately can help people to really improve their lives. Those are the things that when I'm doing them, I have plenty of energy and I feel a sense of joy and gratitude and I make better choices and I feel more balanced and healthier and much less stressed. So it's been a journey though to really come to embrace and understand what it is that I should do that actually supports me staying in this zone and what I need to practice letting go of. The third thing is, for me, my environment really factors into how effective I am with managing my time. Because managing my time, therefore, is managing myself, and that is very much affected by my thoughts and feelings. There's a saying that your external environment mirrors your internal environment. And I actually see this as a chicken and egg conversation because I see it going the other way too, where your internal environment mirrors your external environment. So whether it was my internal environment or my external environment being the initiator in any moment doesn't really matter in that moment. If I just take a little time to address the external environment, then I immediately feel more in control and less constricted. I can see the possibilities and opportunities instead of the problems and limitations. It's kind of like a hack for me to have a more control on my internal environment. It's like a kind of like a magic wand for my mood and my productivity. So it's a great access point for me. The fourth thing is boundaries. Now, usually we think and talk about setting boundaries like with people. Well, in, in other ways too, but that's kind of more common. And yes, I think that's hugely important. But in this case, setting boundaries with devices. <laughs> the nonstop alerts from our apps, those beeps and pop-ups will run your life. If there's one thing I wish everyone would do is to take back control and turn off as many of these alerts as possible. Trust me, you will not forget to look at the apps periodically. You're not gonna go a whole day, <laughs> I promise. I think it is a real drain on our energy, our time, our health, and our relationships if we are so connected to the tech that these beeps and pop-ups and vibrations are just constantly drawing our energy and attention. I know that these apps are handy and I love them myself, so use them, yet try a week where you change the alerts so that you only check all these apps a few times a day. Like really think about what is absolutely critical and crucial to have on. I mean, I'm not a doctor on call or a nurse on call, and I'm willing to bet most of you aren't either. So like really sit down and think about it because 
I know it brought so much peace to my days, peace of mind. And if I have peace of mind, I can do great things. I mean, I can be so much more empowered in my days. So these are four of the most impactful things that I've done to manage my time more effectively. And what's cool is that they've not only led to more productivity, but they've also created a healthier life for me in all ways. And I have a bunch of other tips, tricks, and tools about time management and different things that I've found to work really well in regards to this. I've put them all together in a course for time management that's available right now for a really minimal investment. This is one of the top things my clients want help with. So please go check it out at cherisyourlife.com forward slash time. And something cool with this is that I set it up so you can get instant access to the entire course. And I know people really like that. My closing quote today is by Michael Altshuler. The bad news is time flies. The good news is you're the pilot. I hope you're enjoying my Cherish Your Life podcast. If this is supporting you in any way, please review, subscribe, and share it with friends and family. You can follow me on social media at Cherish Your Life, and my website is cherishyourlife.com. Yep, my name's unique. Here's an easy tip for you to pronounce and spell it. It's like the city, Paris, but with a CH. Special thanks to my dear friend, Paul Suyelgis who enhanced and mixed the musical track. Little did we know back in college in the 90s, while my then boyfriend, now husband, and I listened to Paul riff on his guitar, that he'd be helping me decades later give a creative touch to something called a podcast.